Hello, and welcome to The Outside Story, a podcast on TV, film, and media from an outside perspective. I am one of your hosts, Jonathan, and with me today, we have my brother and co-host, Larry. Thanks so much for tuning in. This month on The Outside Story, we're doing a Halloween special, and today is episode three, Stephen King, part two. Specifically for this episode, we're going to be talking about It, both the miniseries released in 1990 and also It Chapter 1 released in 2017 and It Chapter 2 released this year, 2019. So Larry, you watched It the miniseries most recently. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. So the miniseries is a very faithful adaptation of the book. It's about like three hours long-ish, so an hour and a half for for both movies. Yeah, So because they call it part one and two. Mm. And they do a good job just kind of setting up the scene because it's, it's about this this girl who's just kind of playing outside and then she like hears a voice and, you know, everyone knows what happens afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but um, right afterwards, you see one of the kids from the Losers Club starts calling up everyone else. And, oh, yeah, he's back or it's back. You know what I mean? So it already starts in the present tense mm, yeah. before they kind of go back in the past. The miniseries is mainly a present time story using flashbacks to kind of tell what happened back then. Mm. I think that's how the book is structured too. It kind of bounces back and forth between present time and past time when they were okay. kids and when they were adults. Yeah. Um, so, and I think there's a few story elements that they stay faithful to, but to be honest, though, the miniseries, though it's faithful, I do feel like it's scare factor. Let's see. It definitely was spooky. Like, some parts were really scary. It, though, like, you don't see too much violence and gore. I think that's just, like, a TV thing because it was a miniseries designed mm-hmm. for TV. So mm-hmm. there really wasn't too much violence in there, but the the spook factor, the scare factor was there. Definitely there. Oh, my God. The scene where, um, oh, God, what's her name? Beverly. Beverly. The scene where Beverly goes back to visit her old house, that part... In the miniseries? In the miniseries. It was so freaking scary. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like creepy at first, and then when uh, when, the, when the scary happens, I'm like, oh my god, what the heck? <laughs> and so, yeah. um, they do a good job with that. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the miniseries. There really isn't else much to say... Just because what's on my mind is more of the recent retellings. Yeah. yeah <laughs> chapter let's go, 1 and Chapter we'll, 2. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. go ahead and move on to that yeah, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can talk about that. So Chapter 1, we watched it together, Jonathan. We watched it in theaters yeah, together. We were um, in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I really wasn't thinking much of it at first. But I know I, know I wanted to watch it just because, like, oh, it looks good. And then we, we watched it. And <laughs> I freaking loved it. Yeah, so good. Loved it. So good. Loved it so much. Um, around that time, Stranger Things also came out on Netflix, mm-hmm. and that vibe was there, like mm-hmm. so much there. Like the moment I walked out, I texted my friend. He also watches film stuff. I'm like, dude, you gotta watch it. Like it's so good. It has that Stranger Things vibes. But he he, he responded, oh yeah, I don't do scary films. I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't. Like it's hard. I keep telling everyone like. Stranger Things is pretty scary, y'all. Like, Stranger Things. I watched yes. season one and I was scared. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You guys, people say like, "Oh, I don't do scary things," but I watch Stranger Things. It's like, 
please. You watch scary things. <laughs> it chapter one is literally like a half step up from Stranger Things. It's not that bad. Yeah. You can do it. Mm-hmm. I believe. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So before we even continue diving in, if you like Stranger Things, you got to watch it. You have to watch just chapter one. You don't have to watch chapter two. Just watch yeah. chapter one. Just because, chapter one. Because the kids do such a good freaking job. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I think, if anything, my only gripe with chapter one is they didn't give too much time to Mike. Mm-hmm. The, um, like, yeah. he didn't really have much of an arc compared yeah. to everyone else. Like, sadly, he seems like the token person of color, yeah, which, but, like, is terrible. Yeah, but, like, see, like, in okay, in the miniseries, he was fine. He was actually a very well-developed character in the miniseries. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, so I don't know what they did here. <laughs> I'm like, how can you mess up? Like, he's... Yeah. You already yeah. have a framework to work with. Yeah. You already have something to work with. Like, what happened? Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure what they were doing there, but chapter one's really good. It's mainly about the kids. So, the way it was structured this time around was you had chapter one, which is them being kids, and then chapter two is when they're adults. So... I remember when we walked out of the theaters, right when the film ended, it said chapter one. They were like, oh my god, yes, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I want to add one story that has to do with this movie. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yes. Do oh, you my remember? Goodness. Yes, I remember. <laughs> oh, my Okay. So the reason why Larry was up in Seattle was to help me drive my car back down to california i don't remember why i decided to drive i just i just decided to drive oh Um, it was it was for your birthday week i think right you wanted your own car or something i don't remember i mean something like that i could have flown but i guess i just made the decision to drive i don't know why it doesn't matter but okay i was like it'd be fun actually i think i think i would i think I, i just thought it would be more fun because i get to see you know we get to see stuff, and we we got to stop in Reading to visit um, Jessica and the family yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, and I just I just also wanted a reason to make Larry fly up, um, yeah, and to make my best friend Ken fly down to Sacramento to help me drive back up. So I just wanted a reason for all those things, and driving gave me that reason. And so this was shortly after we watched it, Chapter One, and we were driving down the interstate, seventy miles an hour in the far left lane. And there's this semi-truck, big rig. He's on, like, the far right lane, so he seems kind of far away. Then all of a sudden, he, like, swerves over, like, two lanes and is literally about to hit us. And I swerve over into the shoulder, and he regains control of his truck and brings it back to the far right lane. So we're fine. We almost died, though. Big old truck almost crashed into us. As soon as that was over and we started going straight again, guess what, y'all? No lie. A red balloon flies across the interstate. A red balloon flies across the interstate. We were. I looked at Larry, and I was like, do you see that? Do you? see that and he's like yes i do and i was like oh my god oh my goodness it was it was literally the weirdest and like freakiest experience one of the freakiest experiences i've ever had in my life it was just oh it was it was scary yeah if y'all don't know a red balloon is very iconic in it 
Mm-hmm. It's what he uses to kind of like attract the kids. Yeah, so. and kind of show that he's there. Yeah, yeah. So what we like, saw oh, it was me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it was so scary, y'all. It was so scary. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> with <totally>. chapter one. <laughs> In case so, and uh, that's chap- all I wanted to add. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And chapter two came out just earlier, not too long ago. Like chapter two just does a really good job continuing the story, you know, because there's more to it. Because if y'all don't know, he comes back, you know, it comes back and they have to take care of it again because they all made an oath to take care. Oh, they made a blood oath, didn't they? Oh, Mm -hmm. my goodness. (laughs) They sure did. They sure did. They made a blood oath to come back and stop it again Mm -hmm. if it ever does come back. And... This is where we start to see more of the meat of the backstory of it. Just kind of like how he got there, what sort of happened. The monster. Yeah, Yeah. the monster and and how to stop it. Okay, so I think chapter two does a better job of explaining why they have to stop it and how to stop it versus the miniseries. The miniseries is sort of like saying, oh, we got to stop it, (laughs) you know? Mm. Um, But actually, okay, so in the miniseries... The main character, oh my god, what's his name? Bill. <laughs> Bill. You're okay. not You're not ready with these characters. I'm not ready with these character names. Let me see. I'm just going to... <laughs> okay. In the miniseries, the main character, Bill, has a wife named Audra. You see Audra in Chapter 2, but in the miniseries, Audra plays a bigger part. Audra actually goes to the town to kind of find like where her husband's at. And she gets captured by It. And when Bill finds out, that's when he goes down to kind of get her back, rescue her. And in Chapter 2, it's more of like they have a method of how to stop it and they got to stop it. So it felt more of like a uh, a personal journey in Chapter 2 that they had to go and find their um, their artifacts to mm-hmm. to burn and to take care of. Because none of that stuff was, was in the miniseries. It was all in Chapter 2. Hmm. Ch- chapter 2, I-, I really liked that part of it. And, and we got to see the kids again, you know, because I freaking love the kids in Chapter 1. And uh, in Chapter 2, they still did just a great job. And I kept thinking to myself, like, how can they include the kids? Because they included, they told all the stories already in Chapter 1. How can they include the kids again? And then there's one line that one of the characters says. They're like, weren't we all together like all summer long and they're mm-hmm. like for a moment we weren't i'm like oh yeah they weren't for a moment they weren't and then this shows like all their <laughs> encounters i'm like oh my god yes this is great yeah. this is awesome and it's a really good excuse to like include the kids again to be honest yeah i thought that was really well done uh, it's kind of yeah. like each character has their own little arcs that they kind of have to face and they all have their own motives and reasons to go down and you know beat the bastard basically mm-hmm. so and they also added the um part about the um the underground club in chapter two like that wasn't in chapter one the secret base or whatever that ben had built for them that was not in chapter one i was i was like huh where'd this come from yeah that it wasn't was that even in the, the mini no, it was it wasn't. not in the miniseries it was not okay. in the miniseries Okay. Um, but I did. It would have been nice to see that in chapter one, so that way we can kind of see. You know, they did more together than just you know share their stories about the clown, <laughs> that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything else to say for chapter two? Yeah, I mean, okay. So the opening scene for chapter two was very, very difficult for me to watch. I went into this film and I walked in and was like, you know what? 
I'm ready for a lot of things. Violence against children, children getting decapitated or limbs getting torn off. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for, you know, violence against women because I know Beverly's story is very, you know, is very sensitive to um, towards violence against women. And so I'm like, you know, I'm ready for these things. But I was not expecting two gay people to get beat up in the beginning. And so it was just very difficult for me to watch because of also like how sensitive it is to today's society and culture where like gay bashing and gay bullying is very is a very very real thing something you had said larry in the first episode of this horror october special is that like horror kind of like shows us like a visualization of fear and i think i would add to that horror films force us to look at things sometimes we don't want to see because it happens to people this is reality for the lgbtq community they can't turn away from these things this is like a daily thing that like gay people and queer people go through they can't just turn away they can't just look the other way and pretend that it's not there for them it's there and it's very real and I read an article about how the opening scene is not conducive or it's not add any meaning to the story. It just uses this, uses bullying and violence against gay people as like for a cheap shock. I don't know. Like, I, I think I disagree with that because I think it's a look at the brutality and the violence that gay people have to face, whether that's physical violence or like a violence that is more subtle and quiet thanks to, you know, heteronormativity. And it just takes a camera and it focuses it onto the stuff, the hard stuff. And what the scene tells us about the story is that it, whatever feeling or image you want to assign to the monster it, is now back in dairy. That's what the scene tells us. And it shows us that the fear, the xenophobia, the trauma, and the power against marginalized people, including children and women, is present in dairy. It's like, it's mm. back, you know? Right, it right. tells us like, if we allow it to run dairy, like this is how everybody in the town of dairy is gonna act. Uh, what's his name? Harvey, right? Is that his name? Harvey? The, the bad uh, guy? Yeah, I th yeah. think. Harvey or Henry, one of those. Uh, yeah, let me see here. <laughs> yeah, he's just so easily manipulated by it. And he's like a key crucial character too that also didn't get enough screen time in these films this character shows us what happens like when we give in to trauma when we give in to anxiety and fear and we let those things control us i'm not saying like you know like don't feel these feelings that's not what i'm saying i think the reality is some of us face these things head on and we can't control these things it's a product of our environment and the systems in our environment but what i'm saying is like, we have to rise above the fear, rise above these things. And I understand it's a very privileged thing to say, to be able to just like, oh, yeah, just pull yourself up and get over it. Like, that's also not what I'm saying. I'm saying that this is a real thing that drives people to kill, that drives people to do evil and violent things. And I think that's what the opening scene is trying to tell us, is that the Losers Club, y'all got to come back, stand up to this and stand up to it. Because if you don't, it's going to continue to prey on the weak and the powerless. And the knife was stabbed into my heart and then twisted when it killed the victim. I was like, you know what? You didn't have to kill him, but you did. And I was like, you know what? But this is, this is fear and this is terror. Yeah. Um, and, and, and this and is like, what it does. And that's the thing. Like, it feeds on fear. Right. 
and like that's a very real fear that they felt during that time you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so that's why he could do it that's why he did it you know because that's a very very strong fear even in today's society so yeah yeah Yeah. that makes a lot of sense now yeah because at first i didn't understand why they did it but now that you like kind of broke it down i'm like yeah that's yeah he did a really good job the director yeah, and you know, it's just arguable whether or not the, that scene is needed. Like, did we need to have a gay couple? You know, like, did we need, could we have just used something else? But it's all arguable. I stand by however difficult it is. This is also a thing that, like, <laughs> that straight people need to see, I guess. You know, it's, it's like, it's like straight people need to realize that this is the violence that happens. And when you watch this film, you look at it and you can't turn away. You just can't. The film is saying, look, look at this. This is what happens when we allow our hatred to control us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the one thing I like about these remakes or these reinterpretations, because this doesn't happen in the original or in the miniseries, you know, yeah. or in the book, you know, this yeah. is a thing that I think the director took advantage of or the writers took advantage of, you know, because yeah. it's like, you know, this is something that's very relevant. And, yeah. you know, it's we're also, talking about fear, you know, I, was, and, I also think it's based on a true event like this actually happened oh okay yeah yeah so it's it's like it hits home even more Mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh the kid's name is henry 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 i was Um, right started with an h mm -hmm. so chapter two is a lot longer than the first one for good reason i think there's a lot more to tell when it comes to overcoming this kind of fear it is just more about like what he represents is something that's very difficult to kind of overcome for a lot of people and it affects not only the losers club but it affects the whole town but chapter two just does such a good job just hitting you right in the feels oh my goodness mm. i've ca- I, I cried, cried like, i cried twice i cried i cried once no i cried twice if you count the opening scene i cried when uh, bill was confronting his child self because that mm. part really yeah. got me because throughout chapter one and chapter two, you yeah. know, you think he already overcame it, you know, at the end of chapter one. But in yeah. chapter two, he's still facing that exact same fear, yeah. that exact same guilt, you know, and just him facing it and having to overcome it. I'm like, dude, that's just so good. Yeah. And, and then and, go yeah, I was going to say, like, and, and I think, like, it's it's very interesting because they they all have to do it. They all have to go again, you know, which, like, I think is... Uh, yeah, right? Like, you, you think it's like, oh, yeah, as kids, like, they, they go through their trauma and they get over it. But no, there's this sort of theme in the movie where, like, when they had left Derry, like, they they had amnesia. They, like, completely forgot what happened. They don't remember anything. And so what they had to do is they had to step into the memory of Derry. You know, they had to step into the old places and homes that they used to be a part of, you know? They had to find their tokens and deal with the trauma again. And I think that's saying that we don't ever truly get over something. We don't ever truly move on from something. It's just a part of who we are. And we bury it deep down inside of us, but when we're forced to face it again, all those fears come up again. All of these bad, all these like negative negative emotions come back up again and we have to face these things and help one another get through facing these things it's just so interesting to have them as children defeat their trauma and then as adults having to come back and do it all over again right yeah yeah dang that's okay if that doesn't get you to watch chapter two or just these (laughs) two you uh, okay 
whatever it is you have to watch <laughs> chapter one and chapter two absolutely like yeah, like yeah. this is the one thing i always keep trying to tell people because i have another coworker who who loves stranger things but i told him about it i was like yeah i don't do horror stuff i'm like dude like if you can handle stranger <laughs> things like you'll be fine like okay like horror element wise it is not that scary perhaps it has a, a couple of jump scares and a couple yeah. of things that because yeah. like maybe jonathan maybe you and i are just so numb to it now <laughs> no, we just, that's, we just... that's what i was remember when we were trying to watch white like and i was like this is yeah. scary <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's like oh it's not yeah. scary yeah um maybe we're just so numb to it because we just know what to expect but or you know because we don't jump as much unless it's like really unexpected but uh-huh. but yeah like it is very light on the horror elements. Yeah. And I would say chapter one is not as scary. Chapter two is a little bit scarier. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter one is pretty gory, though. Mm, yes, I would agree. Yeah, because the opening scene with uh, Billy's brother, you don't see it much in the miniseries. You just kind of implied. But, oh, my God, you see it in, <laughs> in chapter oh, yeah. one. You see it. You know, like, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's, it's yeah. super controversial when it when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah, because of the um, violence against children. Yeah, yeah, but that shock factor just really just goes to Mm -hmm. show you just how freaking dangerous this creature is. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So, um, but the other scene that made me cry was the very ending scene where there's like a monologue kind of overgoing the letter that that was being read. Mm -hmm. By Stu? Is that his name? uh, (laughs) (laughs) We should really prepare these names. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We should. Oh, well. Okay. Uh,. I could be totally wrong. I just probably just made up a Stan. name. <laughs> I was Stan. close. You were close. close. It was yeah, it's Harvey, Stan. Harvey and Stu. <laughs> Harvey and Stu. We were very close. Um, Stan. Yeah, that really got me. Just because the way he kind of wrapped everything together. And you just kind of see the epilogue of how the Losers Club just kind of live out now. Yeah. Yeah, um, I also feel like that, that, that ending seems very controversial in its own too. Really? I mean, yeah, because like you're what you're saying is like what you're almost kinda saying is you're saying that like somebody killed themselves for a purpose, you know? I think that's very that, that's oh, very triggering okay. for, for people who who, right. who like who deal with suicide. Like Right, right. Okay. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna kill myself because, you know, my friends need me to kill myself. That's a very No yeah, yeah. That, like, that's, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just gonna say like that. That's that's very triggering for people who mm-hmm. have had people in their lives kill themselves. You know, right? It's very emotional. So you know, warning for people who you know have experience with close ones uh, in their life who have killed themselves. Like this, it's pretty triggering the ending scene because the letter that Stan writes to his friends, it's it's almost sort of saying you know like i killed myself so that you guys would so that we could win against it and you know i think there's more to be said about that i'm planning on watching it again pretty soon and so maybe i'll have more to say about it after that but i don't know it's just i don't know where i stand right now with that ending scene yeah i always took it as like he felt that he wasn't strong enough to kind of confront it that's why he made his decision to end his life and uh that's not well, that's the word. It's it's a tough thing to say because cause it, it was... Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I <can't. laughs> I, it's, it's, but this is the really iffy thing about about horror films because it's like it really does make you face these kind of... These yeah, kind of these events. realities. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah yeah it's 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 a a tough (laughs) it's a tough thing and i don't i don't know how i feel about the ending scene it's like i can't even critique it now (laughs) oh my goodness what i just lost my train of thought it's crazy yeah Yeah, it's 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 a really it's a really tough thing the ending is um but i i cried when a major spoiler alert so i cried when um uh died Mm -hmm. his name yes (laughs) we got that name right yeah when 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 died i i cried because i i hadn't seen the miniseries apparently he dies in the miniseries um yeah and so i i i hadn't seen the miniseries in a long time and so i didn't know that that was going to happen um and so when he died i was just bawling in the theaters mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i remember when i was watching the miniseries and then like that that similar scene came up and i was like oh yeah i'll see it on myself oh yeah doesn't one of them die <laughs> and then that happened i'm like oh okay maybe it'll happen in chapter two and then i watched chapter two i'm like oh yeah it happened yeah. <laughs> so i think that's pretty much it right this is something so. else you want to say yeah no it's just it's, it'd be getting too long so let's okay. see we could just end yeah it. yeah we'll just wrap it up okay, okay so it the miniseries and chapter one and two stephen king just the original foundation he does a very good job just kind of setting up these character arcs you know and the kind of fear that we experience as kids and adults just the kind of memories and events we experience and these three films do a very very good job adapting it portraying it in ways that perhaps we don't sometimes don't really want to face but you know it's it's right in front of us you know just like reality it is something we will have to eventually deal with no matter what kind of fear it is there are those who do overcome it and there are those who just unfortunately do not and so if anything like that's why this film it's good foundation because it just kind of makes you face that reality of it so okay yeah so if you can't tell larry and i are huge huge fans of it chapter one and chapter two and that's our opinion. These movies, I think because of the sensitive material that it's like dealing with, there are some people who I know who are like, you know what, this is such a bad telling of trauma and abuse. Like it should not be told this way. Yeah, I get it. Whether or not you like it, that's your opinion, you know? So go into this knowing that these are very hard, sensitive topics, as with, I believe, all horror films, very hard, sensitive topics that you're going to have to face if you watch but yeah, we definitely want to hear your opinion, though. If you end up hating it, let us know, you know, and give us your reasons. We'd love to hear them. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode three of our October Halloween special. Join us again tomorrow for our episode on Slashers Part One. And if you want to watch with us, we're going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street, both the 1984 version and the 2010 version. And we're also going to watch Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. So go ahead and take a watch and tune in so you know exactly what we're talking about when we talk about it. Thanks again. We'll see you again soon. Bye. (laughs) 